This is your Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Today's top story, the coronavirus drama continues. From a botched evacuation of a quarantined cruise ship to a senator promoting conspiracy theories, this thing is really setting the stage for Event 201's second level surge. So I feel like we're the Event 201, even though it's been exposed by us and others, is still the script that's being followed. I know you had a lot of stuff on this cruise ship. I've got some, too. You want to give us an update? There's so much that it's overwhelming. The passengers that came back, 300 people, 300 Americans, they went to go take from the cruise ship that was outside of Japan. And we talked about this Saturday. It's obvious what's going to happen because people aren't showing symptoms, and then you put them together, and then somebody shows up, and then, bam, suddenly there's symptoms. Same thing happened with that cruise ship that was floating around that nobody would allow it to port. Finally, they allowed it to port in Cambodia. Bam, somebody has a sign of a symptom. So now they're not letting those people come into that country. But these people who were evacuated from the Diamond Princess cruise ship, they were put on a bunch of buses where they had to wait like 12 hours. Couldn't go to the bathroom, couldn't do anything, according to the reporting. And the people were asymptomatic. They didn't know that people had tested positive were on those buses. So people who tested positive were on the buses with other people in tight quarters. Nobody can go to the bathroom. It's not really a healthy situation. Then they get on this cargo plane, and after they took them off the buses, they separate these 14 people, these 14 Americans who tested positive from all these others. But the damage is done if this virus is truly spreading like it is. I want to read something to you from someone who tweeted something on the cruise ship, uh, the Diamond Princess cruise ship. This is Someone was tweeting about their dad. This is a doctor. She says, Dad just got diagnosed in the last couple of hours with the coronavirus on the Diamond Princess. He was tested negative upon initial confinement, but now he tests positive. Confinement is not working. And now you send these 14 people over here by docking these ships in these various countries. If this is a virus that is truly spreading, they're spreading it outside of China. Yeah, the thing, the really screwy story about the evacuation for me was there was a a, the. State Department and the Department of Health and Human Services released a statement about what happened. They said, we decided to take 300 people off the Diamond Princess cruise ship, 300 Americans. We tested everybody. We took all the people that we took were asymptomatic, but and there was those 300 people, but 14 of them tested positive. But we hadn't waited for the results of the test before we took them all. And we knew that they were positive by the time we were ready to take off, but we decided to let them get on the plane and just stay in a cordoned off area on the plane as if you there isn't circulating air on the plane. I mean, it's just preposterous on its face. Yeah, they put yellow tape that said no virus allowed this past this point. <laughs> And then and then there was immediately so I read that today I read the the this was from yesterday there was immediately in the Daily Beast an article that said some guy on the ship an American who I guess they have a hotline to had decided not to take the evacuation but to stay on the ship 
And he said, oh, it was the best decision I ever made. They really screwed up this evacuation and they put everybody together. And what's going to happen next? And what might happen next is they brought them to Air Force bases, the Travis Air Force Base, Air Force Base in California and a joint base in San Antonio. I got a tweet from Jeffersonian Arborist saying that the Lackland base in San Antonio is a basic training base, which it may be that they're going to keep people. That's joint quarters. So he thinks, he said, the more I hear about the decisions they're making, the more it seems like they're botching this on purpose. And I would say that folds into what the Event 201 stuff. Let me just recap for people what Event 201 is. Event 201 was a simulation of a novel, novel coronavirus conducted by the World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates, and Johns Hopkins in October of 2019. And the features of that include that at the first six months, they thought that this was totally containable. And Mike Ryan, who was involved, who is uh, an infectious disease specialist, expert, whatever, director at the World Health Organization, as well as a participant in this live simulation, Mike Ryan came out today and said, don't panic, this pandemic is under control. Now, what they actually said in Event 201 was for the first six months, it looked like it was under control. But then there was a massive surge, a kind of pandemic 2.0, where things really went bananas. So now this guy's telling everybody to calm down. At the same time, the officials are making ridiculous decisions. Furthermore, there was a Yale study that just came out that nobody's talking about that the incubation period isn't 14 days, it's 24 days. So all of this quarantining stuff should not, could easily come back to say, oh, well, we made this critical error. And then, I mean, they're setting the stage for the surge that is part of the script on Invent uh -huh. to one And what's hilarious in a sad way, if you look at some of the pictures of this cargo ship, where they had the Americans flown back over here is the officials who are going to get the Americans, they're all decked out in hazmat, full gear. And if I'm on that ship and I haven't tested positive, I'm like, wait a minute. Why are you guys wearing hazmat suits and all I get is this face mask? And why wouldn't they just take those 14 people and give them their own plane? I mean, it's just stupid. Yeah, they were already on the bus with them, crammed in a Yeah, I didn't tiny read bus. that. Yeah, I didn't see that part. And you said something about the conspiracy theory has starting to become the mainstream. The Tom Cotton again. thing, yeah. It wasn't just Tom Cotton. There's articles about it, too. The White House It's as slowly well. yeah, getting of more mainstreamed that maybe it was created in a lab. And I was looking at the theory that they were talking about, and I found it interesting because the one that they were saying that it was related to bats. I don't know if you remember, but last week— we talked about how in 2015, we created a coronavirus that's more deadly. It's uh, one of those types of research where they intentionally make a virus. They make it more deadly. They make it more transmissible, and they make it able to jump from an animal to a person. We created one like that in 2015, and it was a derivative from bats in China. And that's what the conspiracy theory in a lab that they're talking about now. There, the Netflix special called The Next Pandemic, it's an episode of the show Explained. It yeah. was from November. It was released November of 2019. And it, it was Bill Gates was there saying he, he was talking about this pandemic. Now, he was in on Event 201, and this was just before this thing came out. And as he's talking, they cut to different scenes, and they show a scene of bats flying. I mean, they're just clearly... 
this stuff is all coming together. And that's red meat, too, for the conspiracy theory angle because it's so right. obviously similar and so obviously uh, appears to be linked anyway. But if you say that, it's all your conspiracy theory. Well, that's what's so interesting about this is that the conspiracy theories are an essential part of Event 201. They have some calls to action, one of which is suppressing the media to in in to co-opt social media companies to and faith-based organizations and public and private and every kind of organization, civil society, international organizations, global businesses, national governments, all of that to get together and agree on a message, suppress anything that comes uh, that deviates from that message and promote the official message. And what they're saying is conspiracy theories of a deliberate of this virus being created or spread deliberately was causing people to riot. And then that was causing the health authorities not to be able to treat the disease. So in order to save lives, they need to usher in censorship. And then you have Tom Cotton. What you just said is what's going on in Hong Kong. They're protesting outside of, they're called anti-virus clinic protesters, and they're throwing firebombs into the quarantine centers where they're taking people who've been infected. I've been following this woman on the ship who is from Hong Kong, and she's been tweeting about a lot of this stuff going on out there. She's afraid to get off the ship because her quarantine time on the ship is almost over, but she's afraid to go back to Hong Kong because— And why are they protesting? What are they—why are they throwing firebombs? I guess they see them like FEMA camps. They see them as quarantine centers where they're going to be held there indefinitely, and they don't trust the government. They also don't want people coming in. The healthcare workers in Hong Kong for a while were striking and they were protesting. They recently out of the hospital because of the coronavirus yes, of the or coronavirus. before because of the other protests. Yeah. And the reason they were doing it is because they were demanding that the borders be closed between Hong Kong and China because they didn't want infected people coming in. These protesters are a part of that. Now that these quarantine centers over there are opening up, they're going out there and I mean, the protest energy they had from before is transferring over to this, and now it's getting even more violent because people are fearing for their lives, like, for real. And this woman on this ship is terrified. Yet she's on this ship. Her and her parents are on this ship. They've tested negative, and they're going to continue to sit in this incubator. They might eventually test positive. She she tweeted last night that she fears that her worst-case scenario is going to be true, that everybody on this ship is going to end up with a positive quarantine, with a positive test. But she doesn't want to go back to Hong Kong because she's afraid of the unrest that's going on. Well, when you're in a contained space like an airplane or a bus, I don't know about the cruise ships. I'm assuming that they are massive air conditioners and stuff that circulate that same air. I guess you can stand out on the on the patio, but you're going to you sleep in the unit. I mean, I've never been on a cruise ship, but I mean, I don't think air conditioning filters can filter out viruses. So I would say those people are kind of done for. But I want to read what what Tom Cotton said and how this the Hill article treated what he was saying. He said that coronavirus started in a food market only a few miles from China's only biosafety level four lab that super lab that researches human infectious diseases. Now, I had seen people report that. Early on, but I just dismissed it because I thought there's no way I personally can verify that. So until it becomes until the mainstream media kind of owns it, I'm not going to even refer to it. Yeah. So he's 
And then the way Something the hill to what you're saying there, one of the China's, I think one, somebody from one of their CDC centers. I don't know if it's the same guy that was involved in Event 201, but he did a sit down interview. I can't remember what station it was on, but they brought up Tom Cotton's statements, and he was asked the question, "Was it made in a lab?" And the art of ambiguity. He he responded by saying. I think right, there's it, no evidence of I, I that, it, but we should correct. have no, the no, question that's answered. That's not what he said. He said, I oh, think, I think I it is correct that we don't have enough information yet. Right. That that's be, the thing, yeah. is that he said, he was saying, we don't have the evidence, but we should, but China isn't answering the question. Yeah, yeah. So he's got nothing, but he was clearly the guy who was tapped to spread this around. He did it on Fox News. Okay. The Hill picked up the story, and then The Hill, what they said, now I can't tell if they were referring to a Washington Post story, if this was just in their words, because it wasn't in quotations, but it said... The lab, this is a quote from the Hill article that covered this. It says, the lab is near a market that was reportedly believed by some. So it was reportedly believed by some to have been where the virus began to spread weeks back. The lab is near a market that was reportedly believed by some. By some. So some people, some people believed it started there reportedly okay like they don't actually know that it has been reported that it started there or that clearly people do believe it started there they can't you know what i mean like all of these qualifications right and they're just making it seem like people who really understand evidence and science and all that kind of stuff would never believe this and it goes on to say how right-wing blogs or right-wing news sources are picking up on the story however a bio a biology professor at Rutgers said you can just dismiss it completely that this was bioengineered because the DNA sequence does not reveal that I mean like he has firsthand access to the DNA sequence I would like to know but but they were just saying, look, a uh, science guy says, forget it. But right wing people say without evidence that it's real. I mean, this is clearly they are promoting a conspiracy theory, which is an essential element of the event 201 conspiracy. It's one of their main features. You got to shut down the conspiracy theories. It comes with Zuckerberg today has been talking about asking the government for more controls over the internet, over social media. I haven't dug too deep into that yet, but it's all kind of fitting together with this global governance that we've been talking about. Here's another quick thing out of Hong Kong. Armed robbers in Hong, Hong Kong, armed gangs, steal rolls of toilet paper as coronavirus panic buying spreads. Toilet papers become a hot item, and people are freaking out in Hong Kong. So armed gangs are roaming around. Wait, why is toilet paper stealing toilet paper? Why, why is why is there a shortage of toilet paper? And it's just I mean, like that's when people just go buy water weird... when it snows in Georgia. People buy all oh, the toilet paper. Oh, you, the same. oh, they're like self quarantining. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stockpile. And here's what this woman tweeted yesterday. She tweeted right when the Hong Kong public hospital is on edge to collapse. 3,000-plus doctors and nurses on strike in Hong Kong and political fanatics throwing bombs at hospitals and clinics. And police officers water-hosing protesters outside of clinics and hospitals. It's almost like Hong Kong is yet again being shown as an example of the worst-case scenario of these protester-meets-government clash over a crisis in the middle and – this time, it really it, it could spread quicker because they appear to be intentionally spreading it. 
Yeah, they're certainly trying to spread the panic. I yes, mean, they're the definitely panic. doing yeah, that. Yes. Uh, my A couple of things I want people to watch out for. First of all, just like one little, a couple of asides coming out of China, which is they're supposedly destroying ca- cash, actual cash money, because it can spread disease. So that's just another agenda <laughs> item that this that's can accomplish. <laughs> a lot of agenda items that are being accomplished by this and a cashless society is definitely on the list. You have to destroy everything. You have to destroy gas pumps. That transfers a lot of disease right there. Anything people touch, you have to destroy if that's the thinking. Well, they good news is that they have approved an antiviral drug in China, although they will not release the clinical results. So they do a rush test, they're mass producing it, but they won't tell us what the results say. And actually, my kids all got a flu this year. And one of them, I took him to whatever it was, urgent care, and they gave him an antiviral medicine. Now, antivirals are pretty ineffective. Antiviral, we really don't have antivirals. Like uh, the one that is good is uh, um, Val Acyclovir which is like people take for herpes to suppress herpes. I think that works. Maybe you can take it for shingles or mono or whatever. That does work. But the so I so they gave him some antiviral I never heard of for the flu. And when I investigated it, it there was virtually no evidence at all that it was effective. That it may certainly not for his category. Like it may if given within the first thirty six hours in a really old person do some good. But there was no reason at all to give it to my son and they gave it anyway. So I, if you can't actually look at the clinical study yourself, you're really at their mercy and you can't see what the side effects are, nothing like that. But this again folds into event 201, which is rushing through drugs and mass producing them, suspending liability regulations. I don't know if they did that, but it's certainly, I mean, it, it's unlikely that this was peer reviewed in any way, but if it's only in China, it's only in China. There is one on tap from America that has not been approved yet, but let's see if that process, like event 201 asks, suspends liability and regulatory constraints. We do have, and this is good in other circumstances, but maybe it could be used here. We do have that right to try law that was passed, I think, last year. Mm. Maybe some of the vaccines get pushed through using that. Because That's we, very interesting. We just yeah. doubled our cases of positive tests, allegedly. Are by, they tests, or do we have the same loosey-goosey like clinical that, that's evaluation? Right. I'm just saying Not the yet, people right? who've been reported as positive, yeah. it was 15, but now we brought these people in from the ship. And this is exactly what I said Saturday on our show. I was like, this is going to double or, or triple the amount of people that come in. Because they're bringing people over who are definitely going to be infected. And so now we're going to be sitting at about 30, and other cases are emerging. One just um, popped up in Hawaii. We're going to start to see more of this in America, too, and there's going to start to be panic around here as well. And the Event 201 thing says it first starts with the people who were working with the animals who had it. And then it spread just to healthcare workers. But then when it got to global cities that had tight spaces or poverty or whatever, that's when it really kind of just surged, like exponentially. Absolutely. You know, you make a great point. That ship is like a tiny little city on the water. The patterns of the way it it transfers among people, they could, it's a floating lab like we talked about. They can see how it transfers. Take that and times it by a big city. And microbes can actually 
mutate rather quickly to be like the one, if there is a mutation that now they're talking about second and third degree transfer. So it's not like your first person who comes over. It's like that person, they infected, infected somebody. So that's really how it spreads. And if you put them in a ship like that, perhaps, I don't know, but if you put them in, in a big incubator, the mutation, a lot of mutations happen. The one that mutates to where it can travel more easily to another person or to the second person or whatever is more likely to happen in an enclosed space like that where there's a lot of vulnerable people and a lot of the virus is going around. I don't know, but it definitely all, uh, there's many decisions that seem to be promoting the problem. Yeah. In China, I will say that they are now animals are wearing face mask in China. <laughs> So it goes now from humans back to animals. I guess so. The animals so are like, get away again. from me, people. We can do fine on our own. Yeah. We don't. It need shouldn't you. really. I think it would have to revert to its original state to go from human to animal. Well, you know what I mean? Once virus, it changes. Yeah. But uh, my sister had a really interesting experience. She flew over the weekend, and uh, when she she flew cross country, and when she got on the plane. The plane, some guy was complaining of like chest pains or feeling something weird in his chest. So they circled back to the gate. Paramedics met the plane and took the guy off the plane. Then while they were in the air, another passenger went up to the front and talked to the stewardesses. The stewardesses called for doctors or nurses or any medical professionals to please come to the front They did. Then the woman went back to her seat. Everything seemed fine. Then at the end of the flight, the flight was met at the gate by more medics talking to a third person who said he had problems, walking a different patient person altogether. So at the beginning, somebody left. In the middle, somebody complained, and they made it clear. They asked for help. And at the, so she had medics meet the plane at the beginning, at the end, and in the middle, which I've flown a lot, and I've seen something like that maybe once or twice and she felt like they are almost trying to see how the passengers would react because it was very open everyone could see everything that was going on it seemed like a drill her impression was it was some kind of drill could very well be that also could be the beginnings of mass hysteria oh yeah hysteria i actually panic. I actually coined a phrase for it, coronachondria. Yeah, exactly. It's a great <laughs> phrase, coronachondria, because your body, if you, if your brain tells your body something, your body will start to feel it more. There's something where a man, when his wife is pregnant, will oh, start to that's believe awful. that I he know. is pregnant. That's just him being lazy. His body. No. No, that stuff is true. I don't true. buy you it. You can control yeah, your mind and direct your body. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it can, and There's you believe an, it, yeah. but... So it's if other crap. people are sick and you and so every time every time you start to feel a little sore and you start to think about that soreness and you start to go oh no I'm sore then you start to maybe <clears throat> cough like you, you can trick yourself into thinking you have something when you don't which is going to make this really difficult if there is something yes. truly deadly that's going to be spread around hopefully that's yes. not the case wash yes. your hands people yes so. yeah that's the thing is that if you wash your hands and don't touch your face it's very unlikely you could even conjure up a huge pandemic like this. That's why they have to say it came from underprivileged areas where people, especially in South America, was what Event 201 did. Because they, I don't know if you've ever traveled down there, but I, I've seen people like outside of Lima, Peru, just standing on the corner waiting for the water truck. They're there with buckets and stuff. They really can't wash. I mean, that was 
maybe 10 years ago, but not that long ago. I'm sure there's places like that still. Yeah. So some other news, uh, other stuff in the news. Are you finished with the Corona stuff? You got more? China is now offering up bounties for people to turn in friends and family that they suspect oh is having the virus. Well, I'm not surprised. That's all I got on that. Yeah. So, okay, this is a couple of funny things. If you do want to see what people on board the ship are doing, you can find the hashtag coronavirus, hashtag diamond princess. You can see some interesting tweets from people that are actually on the ship. Wow. So they're not shutting down that kind of, you know, they could because you would think you would want to like not make people panic and kind of keep close to the vest. They're not giving us the clinical trial for the antiviral, but sure, sure. Free Wi-Fi. Just blast all your fears out to the world, all your misery. I'm sure the majority of tweets are like, this is great. It's like having an extended vacation. Some of them are very uplifting and hopeful. They're very trying to stay Mm -hmm. positive. Others are getting increasingly more anxious. And I wonder if there are any fake ones popping out. I've thought it's crossing Got to assume that there's got to be some. Why would there not be? I mean, they hire social media manipulators. I mean, there are companies like that. So, okay. So something kind of funny, two things. There were two articles that I read about what Michael Bloomberg might be doing for, for the election 2020. I hope so. Well, one of them was that if he's the candidate, it's freaking gun control, freaking gun rights advocates out so much because he's so rigid about gun control and he's such a dictator that it's actually turning basically never Trumpers to get off the couch. Like it will, it could spark a landslide victory for Trump just based on that. And another thing, that's, that's actually what the headline was about. But then I was, the next headline that I saw made me think that could do it too, which is that if he were to pick Hillary as a running mate. I hope that that happened. That would be, it would so... be so... It would it, I mean, if anything could spark a landslide. But there were two funny reactions to that. One was Dick Morris. I don't know if you know who Dick yeah. Morris is. He was a Bill Clinton consultant. Yeah, I thought he used to work with Clinton. Yes, and then they kind of fired him publicly. So then he is like a frequent guest on Sean Hannity. He's like almost like gone to the other side, to the dark side, they, they would say. So he said, oh, no to Michael Bloomberg. Get If you ask Hillary to be your VP, get a taster. <laughs> hire a taster. <laughs> and at the same time, Brandon tweeted to us something really funny. She, he says, following on, can you think of a better way to get to the top of Hillary's hit list than selecting her as your running mate? Question mark. Then he says, I'm going to just say it now. Bloomberg didn't kill himself. <laughs> I thought that was very clever. He got way ahead of that one. Bloomberg can make an ad saying that I'm picking Hillary as my partner. Hashtag and I kill don't, myself. Yes, yeah. I'm not going to kill myself. So another I hope thing that happens, by the way, that would be like a a weird title fight rematch, but it would be so much fun. And I don't know how people on people on the left who are true believers, they would have to be so conflicted in how they felt about that. Having, well, we'll get Hillary to come in as the vice president and as a, a white male billionaire as our candidate. They got to be conflicted where they want that, but they don't. I don't know. I re- I just, it seems to me that this stuff is all orchestrated from top to bottom. It definitely doesn't matter you know, which of them they choose, in my opinion. Yeah. I just don't. 
it doesn't seem like any of them is slated to be the next president. I, I feel like it's pretty obvious Trump is slated to be the next president. I agree. However, they cycle through this stuff. It's so against the trend to have the rich white establishment guys, yet that seems to be all that you see. So I don't I don't know. But I will say Biden kind of totally dropping off. I just completely think he's like, OK, my job is done. The impeachment thing got everybody off my case over the corruption and I'm out. But here's the real tell, I think, of that or another piece of supporting evidence is that he's saying the reason he's failing is that he's being outspent by Bloomberg and others. Now, the fact that he's not grinding an axe against Trump saying Trump sabotaged me, I'm losing because of what Trump did and said and the bad press he brought me. I mean, that would be an easy thing to say if there was any legitimacy to that whole uh, Trump is after Biden BS. I mean, Trump, whatever. It doesn't seem to me that I think Biden's just getting ready to walk off into the sunset. He did what he had to do. And he's gone. I would like to see Biden as a last ditch effort to name Hunter Biden as his vice presidential running mate for the I'm bringing out my running mate, Hunter Biden. That would throw a little bit extra fuel into that. I mean, it's never going to happen. It's ridiculous. But <laughs> if his son is so upstanding and he deserves oh such a great gosh. job, name him as your vice presidential candidate. Bernie had a rally last night and he had one today. Today, a bird flew and sat right on his podium and he what? stopped. A little bird flew down. He was talking. He was talking, and he was getting everybody upset. No communism. And then a bird flew and sat, and he just stopped. And the crowd goes nuts at, at this bird. They give the bird a standing ovation, and then Bernie looks at the bird like he's going to talk to it. The bird flies off. Crowd goes wild again, and the Bernie goes. It, it might not look like it, but that bird was telling us. We need to get rid of all the corruption. We need free health care. It just goes into his talking points. Did it look the... totally legit, like random, that the bird was really yeah. improv there? It, it flew. I don't know. Maybe there was a trainer, but it was a tiny little bird. Right, right. sat there. Crowd wow. goes wild. Flew off. Pretty easy to rile that crowd up. But last night's Bernie rally, little something I would have liked maybe a little bit more is there were topless protesters shouting at Bernie, we love you, but why are you... Working with, uh, I think they were from PETA or something, is some obscure issue that they cared about. But, <laughs> hey, if you're going to protest, do it topless. There's one last little bit of news I want to give you is that in Virginia, we've been following this case of the Virginia gun rally. And like it was such a great, successful gun rally. And then nobody's following up on the fact that every single solitary law that they were protesting was passed. And it even revived a law that had been tabled, which was or shelved, whatever, which was an assault weapons ban. Well, the assault weapons ban failed and certainly it's been put aside but i just wanted it's a really important distinction to make that what they call like an assault weapon first of all that is arguably just a made-up term like either all weapons are assault weapons or no weapons are assault weapons you know some are defensive and some are offensive that just it doesn't work that way but even to the extent it is a legitimate expression it would be a military thing that that a selective fire type weapon, like an AK-47 that has a switch that you can go from semi-automatic to where you actually have to pull the trigger every bullet to automatic, where you just kind of spray the bullets. That is 
if you ever want to use the expression assault weapon, it would have to have that feature. But the AR-15s, which these guys are trying to ban, does not have that feature. You have to pull the trigger for every bullet fired. It's very popular for home defense, for competition, stuff like that. So so that's the they one just, they are still trying to ban? Well, they were until like today. Yeah. But they it's always what they're trying to ban. As the AR-15, they talk about it like it's an AK-47, but it's not. An AR-15 is totally different from an AK-47. Certainly, as far as that distinction goes, the AK-47 has the automatic feature. The AR-15 does not. So that's all. I just feel like we had to have a, uh, a little update on that. I want to tell people if they want to look at a video I did with Dave Smith. I know a lot of people are big fans of him. Part of the problem. If you want to go to YouTube, I love to support people who support us. So it's uh, episode 546 if you want to put a face with a voice and keep some positivity going there. And tomorrow is Share the Show Tuesday. So we'll have to... Start, hit the ground running with that. Right, and if you like this show and you think it will open somebody's eyes, feel free to share this one as well if you want. And we've done a bunch of shows on the coronavirus the past couple weeks, revealed a lot of really interesting information, so you can check it out at thepropreport.com, and you can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at 4 p.m. on thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with a Propaganda Report podcast feed. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.